Thank you so much for finding your way to Mindset Matters. My name is Amy Fordyce. I'm a spouse, a mom, sister, aunt, and I'm navigating my way through this crazy thing we call life. I've had meltdowns, I've had breakdowns, loss of a parent, divorce, and so many other things I'm sure you can relate with. I really only got into listening to podcasts last year, so I've been inspired by so many and I knew it was time to give back. I really don't know how all this works, but I made it a priority and I'm learning as I grow. I know there are so many podcasts to choose from, so thank you for pressing play. I'm ready if you are. Let's do this. Hello, my beautiful friend. Where are you at? What are you doing? What's going on? Thank you so much for pressing play. I know there are so many, so many podcasts out there to choose from, and I'm so glad that you are here with me because today we're going to be talking about something that it's not fun. And I'll be honest with you, when when you know the subject, you'll go, oh, okay. But I really want you to hang here because what we're talking about today is absolutely inevitable. It's going to happen. It's about the death of our parents. Hopefully, they die before we do. Nobody wants to bury their children. This is what we're talking about today. This is my story. It's all about mindset when it comes to this, the death of your parents. Like I said, it's going to happen. It's inevitable when or how we may not know, but we can definitely start preparing now it. It doesn't have to be all weird. You, my friend, are going to go through this and so many emotions. Just make sure that your mind, your heart, and your soul are lined up. No one wants to see their parents struggle. No one wants to be the person to stop the machine. No one wants to say their last goodbye. I truly believe that timing was on our side. If my mom would have gotten sick this year in 2020, it would have been it would have been a whole different story. It was October 21st, 2019 when I had a gut feeling that I needed to go to my mom's early. We had a doctor's appointment that I was going to take her to and for some reason she wasn't answering her phone. And I can't express the gut feeling you get. And this is when you should always listen to your gut. I got to her house, opened up the door, and yelled, Mom! Mom! She didn't answer. Mom! I walked back to her bedroom. She was not there, so I thought maybe she was at her neighbor's. And I was, as I was, sorry, you guys, this is really hard for me to reminisce about this again, even though I think about it a lot. Um, I'm getting ready to walk back out, and I noticed in the kitchen she was laying on the floor. Still to this day, my sister and I tried to pinpoint exactly how long she had been there, and we are guessing about 12 hours. I immediately ran over to her and threw myself on the floor, and... She was awake. She was looking at me with that blank stare like she's staring at a wall. Um, I immediately called 911. They came and got her, and that's where she started her hospital stay for 16 days. Death is the hardest thing you'll ever have to deal with. So many emotions. 
when it's your mom or your dad, it's totally surreal situation. It really is. From the time of their death to the time of their service, it feels like a blur. When my mom died at the hospital November 6th, 2019, my mom's church opened up their doors for us to have her service. It was an incredible offer. Still to this day, we are so grateful. Speaking from experience, I would definitely recommend you guys listen to this part because this is life-changing through my experience. I would definitely recommend waiting a couple of months before the service, especially if they have been cremated. We waited until January 11th for my mom's service, and I think that was the best decision we could have come up with. You want to cherish that moment. You want to remember the moment. You want to remember the people that were there. And when you do it so quickly, you just can't, you, you just can't relish in that moment. I volunteered to do the eulogy for my sister and I. I've never been a public speaker and to stand up in front of everyone and talk about someone who is no longer living and was the biggest part of your life was the hardest thing I'd ever have to do. But having a couple of months to really have everything soak in made all the difference. Your eulogy for your mom or dad It doesn't have to be 75 pages long. I mean, it can be whatever you want, but mine was one page. I laminated it, and it's still tucked away behind a picture of my mom in the house. I hadn't read it since the service, and today I want to give you an idea of what a eulogy sounds like. And again, everyone's eulogy is going to sound different. You can write whatever your heart desires. This is what I wrote for my mom. And honestly, I wasn't even sure if I wanted to read the eulogy again. But before I began speaking, I could hear my heartbeat. It felt like it was beating 20 beats a second. I breathed in and I breathed out and just kind of remembered why I was here and why I was reading this eulogy. It was for my mom. I must have told myself to breathe a hundred times before I started. And still right now, I feel myself standing behind the podium and everyone looking at me. And I'm looking at them. And everyone just seems so sad. Of course they are. Are you ready? This is what I wrote for my mom. It's been 66 days since our mom went to be with the Lord. I'm so incredibly blessed to have had 48 years with this amazing, beautiful soul I called mom. My sister had the blessing of 40 years. Though it may not be long enough, we will always smile when we think about our mother. As her only daughters, I'm sure we drove her absolutely crazy, always teasing her, laughing with her, and boy... (laughs) Did she drive us crazy, just like moms do? But without a single doubt, the love we all had for each other was crazy. 
Our mom was so well-liked by all who came in contact with her. She was that neighbor that would feed your cat and get your mail, the friend who would listen to your every thought. She was the woman who would bake cookies for the postal service just to say thank you. Speaking of cookies, she loved to bake. And I will never forget the time she got the sugar and the salt mixed up. I'm the one that got that batch. We laughed and laughed at that. Mom was an artist. She loved to draw and sketch, and she was so good at it. She loved to draw horses and barns, flowers and birds. That was her passion. Her granddaughter, Lacey, who is here today, made the arrangements to get her involved with the Church of Christ. Pastor Rob and his lovely wife, Linda, would pick our mom up every Sunday. She loved her church family so much. Every time I would ask her about church, she would just smile so big. Mom was a caregiver to everyone, always wanting to help in any way. She even took care of her ex-husband as he became ill and was by his side when he died. She was that kind of friend. Every Wednesday, she looked forward to her friend Tracy stopping by and hanging out with her for hours. She loved Tracy so much, and my sister and I even became a little jealous in a fun-loving way. Tracy, thank you for being our mom's friend. She always looked forward to your visits. She was so proud of her grandkids and overjoyed with happiness with her great-grandkids. Trevin, Chance, and Lacey, the oldest grandkids, were all so close with Grandma. These three just lit up her soul. It's hard to believe this dainty woman was at one time a deputy sheriff and a correctional officer. She had so many stories. Mom was an all-around great human. She was feisty, funny, strong, stubborn, and completely beautiful inside and out. We will always have so many stories to share. As my mom spent 16 days in the critical care unit, we really thought she was coming home. It was a roller coaster of emotions. No one can ever prepare you to lose a parent. Holding her hand and watching her take her very last breath was an honor and also the hardest day we ever experienced. She was surrounded by people who brought her so much love, including Pastor Rob, Mark and Franny, Tracy, and of course, my sister and I. If tears could build a staircase to heaven, we would be visiting her right now. We are so thankful, grateful, and blessed to have had Judy as our mom. She will never be forgotten. We all love you and miss you so much. Until we meet again. Woo! That was hard. Um... I remember being in the very moment, taking slow, deep breaths and cherishing every moment, every word. I didn't get up there and break down, even though in my heart and my soul, I just wanted to scream and cry. But you see, this is, this is what's so cool is that we already did that. And sometimes I still do. So giving ourselves a couple of months before the service was absolutely exactly what we needed. Of course, it's never easy to lose your parents. You'll always remember them. You will always remember and cherish the stories and the memories. Mindset matters. We have to remember to keep moving forward, keep smiling, keep their name alive in stories and memories. So get out there 
and enjoy what you have with your parents. Take pictures, take video, take notes of their favorite stories and favorite colors and ask those hard questions because in the end, with so much emotion, you forget. You really do start to question everything. While I was preparing this episode, my husband's mom passed away. We lost two moms in 10 months. She got to die on her terms. No hospital, no medicine, just to die peacefully in her sleep was exactly what she wanted. So doing this episode today has been very trying and very hard and very sad. And we just want to scream and say, why, 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 why? Death, unfortunately, is a part of life. And we will all be there. That's the finish line, unfortunately. It's how we live our lives and how we want to be remembered is what matters. Of course, of course I miss my mom. And my spouse misses his. We miss our moms. But to know they are resting in peace is all that matters. They are no longer struggling. They're no longer gasping for breath. They are no longer in pain. And we want to remember our parents as they were. I still drive down the road and see my mom's house and want to pull into the driveway. I really do. I still have moments of when I'm cooking and I want to pick up the phone and call my mom. It's the hardest thing to feel as if they're still alive in that moment. I still in this very moment feel like I'm crying. (laughs) But we must keep moving forward in a positive direction. Our parents would never want us to be sad, lonely, and constantly in tears over their death. Of course, I know it's easier said than done. We all will cry and we will mourn and we will feel desperate to say that last goodbye, that last five minutes, just five more minutes. Through mindset and meditation, I have literally changed the direction of how I deal with certain issues. It has changed so much about me because mindset does matter. Laying in bed and mourning the loss is not the way your parents would want you to live. The next time you think about your parents, I hope that you smile and remember all the funny, generous, stupid, annoying things that they did to you. As we all grow older and have kids of our own, I know know that I would not want him to be at a complete standstill ever over the loss of me. I would hope that he would move on and remember me and smile and laugh and think of all the times that I used to just (laughs) embarrass him or play catch with him, playing golf together, all the good times we shared. There is just so much more to say. And let me give you one last tip. Talk to your parents about death without joking about it. Know how they want to be prepared, whether it's to be buried or cremated. So many people don't know this. And here is something I wish I would have done because I didn't think about it until after the fact. Create an email specifically for them and add pictures and videos to this email. That way, it will all be in one place, one location. Ask them their favorite colors, get recordings of their voice, and send it all to that email. I really wish, I really wish I would have done this with my mom, and that's why I'm telling you, death is death, whether they die from cancer, 
die tragically or die of pneumonia in the hospital like my mom. We will all grieve differently. We will all say goodbye differently. Just remember to keep shining bright and to keep moving forward. So many people end up drinking to numb the pain or overeating. Get out of the dark and talk to someone. I want to thank you so much for pressing play today, and I really hope that you got some value out of this. It's, it's, it's a hard subject to talk about. And on that note, I'm going to give you another inspirational quote from a listener. Hi, my name is Callie Isley, and I'm from Georgetown, Texas. And one of my favorite inspirational quotes is, sometimes life is about taking risks on a dream that nobody else can see but you. Go out there and live your big, blessed life. Until next Thursday, my friend, Mindset Matters.